Guys, it is officially Summer League season, and we do have a two-game slate posted. Uh, it's going to be a late one on Thursday night. We have a 10 p.m. game and then a midnight game. Uh, but then there's a pretty decent size slate on Friday, and I'm guessing they're going to have much bigger contest size for that. But for this video, again, we'll be talking about the two-game slate, try to break it down the best way I can. Um, but before we get into the, the whole breakdown, um, if you guys weren't with me last Summer League or previous few Summer Leagues, the Summer League for me personally has been the most profitable um, sport for me. So uh, yeah, I, I'm loving it. Uh, again, Summer League is literally, it's chaotic uh, because, you know, news, sometimes we don't get starting lineups until like a minute or two before lock. Sometimes we don't get them. You have to guess if, you know, some guys are going to play or not. Um, but yeah, it's, it's very, very hectic, uh, but I love it. Again, a big edge because there's not a lot of information out there. And basically... Uh, for the next 10 days, for however long Summer League is, will be going on for, I will be locked away in my apartment, literally just looking for any single piece of news I can find. I'll be posting it on Patreon. If you remember Patreon last year, you know we got a ton of updates. So, um, Also, I'm doing a giveaway here for, for the Summer League. So all I decided to do is retweet this tweet to be entered. $50 Venmo. I'll be giving away that tomorrow. But here's just a few screenshots of um some of the winners from last year so this one is my favorite because uh even airborne trey he was a member he didn't have his uh, logo switched but basically we were on the top of the leaderboard like every single slate um literally all members at the top of this slate uh that took it down um let's see let's go through a couple more of these this was high stakes stuff i took it down as well as do um outcast in there as well um few other just um, really nice posts uh, from people. D-Walk said, um, joined Patreon a month ago, started with $100 in his DraftKings account. He had over $2,000 and $20 in his PrizePix account. Um, so he had, a, he had a great, great summer league. Uh, Outcast, who did two days after joining, he's made uh, over $3,000. Um, yeah, like, like I said, it was uh, a phenomenal, phenomenal summer league. Here's a few more. Like I said, first place, all at the top, all uh, Patreon members. So um, another picture of, again, Patreon members just all at the top of the board. Uh, let's see. A few other big winners in here. We'll scroll through this really quick. Uh, but, yeah, these were all Patreon members last year. Um, what, turning $100 into over 1000 Can't beat a nice 10x. Uh, he joined Patreon and had his highest finish ever. Again, there, it was uh, Matt, I think this was the first day, if I remember, took $40 and like $1,500 on his birthday. So, um, yeah, hoping to run this back, guys. But, again, if you're interested uh, in signing up for the Patreon, it will be linked down below. Like I said, I'll be posting every single update that I see. I'll be doing live streams. I'll have player pools, be having Discord answering questions. So, um, check that out if you're interested. Patreon linked down below. But... Yeah, guys, so let's talk about this two-game slate. Again, I already have a decent amount of stuff posted there to Patreon already, uh, just for, you know, projected starting lineups and stuff like that. But um, let's talk about this. So uh, pricing is actually relatively tight on the slate if you're just looking at, you know, teams and, you know, the good players and all that. Um, it is, you know, going to be a little bit tougher to build out a lineup. But I think that that makes it better. I think uh, uh, I prefer it that way instead of, like, you know, having, for example, Paulo Banchero, the min price, like, Nah, that, that wouldn't be fun. So um, let's start off with uh, the Houston-Orlando game. And I apologize, too, if I mispronounce a couple of the rookies' names. Um, will probably take me a little bit to, to get down. But 
Um, yeah, we'll start off with uh, Houston. And at the top, no surprise here, Jabari Smith. Uh, 9.1K does have small forward, power forward eligibility. Um, expect him to be utilized a ton. Um, I think they could even at times utilize him as a small ball five. I read an article where um, it said, you know, Garuba most likely starts at the five, but maybe, you know, you get a little bit of Smith at the five as well. So if you have the salary, I think he makes for a good spend up. Um, you also have uh, Tari Eason, who was picked uh, 17th, I think is a viable option as well. But I think if I would spend up, I'd rather go to Jabari Smith. I, I think he's going to have a little bit of a higher floor uh, than Eason at, at a similar price point. Um, we have Ty Ty Washington here. That is 7.6 K. Um, right now it's probably a pass. I think it's a little bit pricey. Um, there's some rumors about, you know, what the starting lineup would be right now. It, it might, it's looking like it might be Deshaun Nix, uh, Deshaun Nix that picks up the start. Uh, if Ty, Ty, Ty Washington comes with the bench, that's probably uh, too expensive a price point. Uzman Garuba uh, projected to be the starting center. Um, again, didn't get a ton of run last summer league. That's because uh, the GOAT, Sengun, uh, dominated. But um, he um, project him to start. Again, there's not guaranteed. Uh, we won't know that for, for another couple days. But um, if he does, in fact, start 7K, I think he's a fair option. You know, decent rebounder. Um, and uh, I think this was one game where maybe Sengun sat out. They actually have the stats from last summer league, which I thought was interesting. But um, yeah, Garuba, definitely a viable option. Christopher at 6'8 is, is probably the guy that stands the most to me, though. Um, he arguably um, outperformed. Um, he was arguably one of the, the better players for Houston uh, last year. A um, couple bad shooting games there. He shot 4 of 18, 7 of 19. But here's the thing with Josh Christopher is he's going to chuck the ball. And he actually had the ball in his hands a lot last year as well. You know, 5 assists, 7 assists, 4 assists. So... At a 6.8K price point, also at the shooting guard spot, where he'll probably be doing a decent chunk of the ball handling as well. I think he definitely stands out as a good option. Again, Knicks uh, could be the starting uh, point guard. Um, I think if he does pick the start, it would be a fair play there. Probably would lean Christopher over him, but um, if Knicks picks the start, I have no issue going there. Um, Anthony Lamb, we know it's kind of bounced around the Houston organization. Um, feels a little bit pricey, though, uh, because I think there's a pretty good chance he's going to come off the bench. And I don't think I want to pay that price point for him. Um, other options, we have uh, Aaron Gordon, who I believe is Eric Gordon's brother. Um, he's the flat minimum price, you know, expect him to be a part of the rotation. So a little bit of interest there. Um, if Garuba does pick up a start, I would think Holman would be the backup uh, big. Because if you just look at the roster, there's actually Houston doesn't have a lot of bigs, right? We have Garuba um, and Holman. And then, like I said, Jabari Smith, probably a guy that will be playing uh, some small ball five. But and maybe a little bit interesting, a guy like Eric Holman um, there at 4.5K. But let's move on to Orlando now. So Orlando, we have at the top in Chero. Um, yeah, I mean, I think he stands as one of the best spend-ups just because he's a guy that can stuff a stat sheet. Again, probably going to be heavily utilized here. Um, so I have no issue going to Banchero. I think he's one of the best spend-ups. And interestingly enough, uh, RJ Hampton said uh, he wanted to play in the Summer League. Um, because Orlando was, was wasn't going to play it, but he said he insisted he wanted to play. So um, expect RJ Hampton to be heavily involved. You know, maybe one two punch for him and Banchero. You have the rookie Caleb Houston from Michigan. From Michigan. Um, you know, probably not my favorite spend. My issue here is he's a little bit scoring dependent, and I don't know if I want to pay that salary for him. So it feels a little bit pricey there. If you scroll down a bit more, um, there are some interesting options here for Orlando because. You know, in the front court, you know, maybe at the five, I'm not exactly sure who's going to pick the start. Like, pretty sure Banchero um, will we'll start at the four. Um, or is it Banchero? I'm pretty sure it's Banchero. 
Bancaro. I, th I actually think it's Banchero, but I could be I, that could be wrong. Like I said, um, I don't really follow college basketball much. Um, but um, scroll down a little bit more. Um, there are some interesting options here. Admiral Schofield uh, has kind of been the end of the bench for uh, a few years now in the NBA. He's six point two k. They have Melissa as a point guard, shooting guard, even though it's more of like a wing slash big. Xavier Simpson, if you played uh, the end of the year for OKC uh, in the NBA DFS last year, uh, you know Xavier Simpson was a guy playing like 45 minutes in the last like three or four games. Um, I think he's uh, an okay option there. But, um, you know, if, if they start Hampton at the one, then Simpson will most likely come off the bench. Uh, I guess they could technically start Simpson at the one and Archie Hampton at the two. Again, we don't have any confirmation yet in the starting lineup here for Orlando. But uh, the interesting situation here is there's some cheap bigs that I think look viable here. So Daniel Oturo was on uh, the Clippers Summer League team last year. He's a guy that's a good rebounder, good shot blocker. Like, look at his stats in the Summer League last year. Uh, basically, like, averaging close to double-double, 12 and 10, 11 and 13, 8 and 8, 12 and 8. You know, if you look at the extra, like, like the blocks, he's had four blocks, five blocks, two blocks and a steal. So... Oturo intrigues me. I think there's a chance he could pick up the start. Also, Emmanuel Terry was on the Kings Summer League team uh, last year, and he was solid in his run. Like, he didn't get a ton of run, really, until I think that last game. I think that was a championship game against Boston. We had a really good game, 9 points, 15 boards, and 5 steals. But another good point-per-minute guy that is relatively cheap. So, uh, I think there's some interesting options here for the Magic uh, at the forward-slash-center position. Um, but yeah, so let's move on to Portland and Detroit. So on the Portland side, uh, you'll recognize a lot of these names because a lot of these guys, uh, played for Portland down the stretch, but we have the rookie, um, Shaden Sharp here, 8.9 K again, I, I think is totally in play. Um, but, uh, there's some mystery around him obviously because, um, he was banged, he was injured for a while and we haven't got to see a lot of action from, from him, but um, definitely playable at the top. Again, like I said, DraftKings did a pretty good job pricing, um, you know, the rookies. They, they priced them at the very, very top. But there are some interesting plays here for, for Portland here. Keon Johnson had a few good games down the stretch. I would guess he's going to start at the wing. I think he makes fair fair option here. Um, Watford and Greg Brown, I would guess, start in the front court. We know both guys are pretty solid point-per-minute guys. Uh, both have small forward eligibility, which is interesting because both are, like, centers slash fours. So, I think both Greg Brown and Watford look pretty good for the price points. Didi uh, Luzada, I think, will be in the rotation, 6.7K. Um, viable, but probably some other options I'd rather look to. Like Brandon Williams is 6'4". We know uh, he was a guy that uh, played a lot for Portland down the stretch uh, at the point guard position. And I would, um, I would guess he starts at the point guard position. So um, I think he makes a pretty good option there. Um, on the cheap end, there's one guy I'll mention here, a little revenge game narrative here for Luca Garza. Now, don't think he's going to start. However, you know, you saw what Garza could do in limited run for the Pistons last year, right? They kind of eased him into it. 13 minutes, 15 fancy points, 16 minutes, 20 fancy points. But when they kind of unleashed him, when the Pistons rested a few guys last few games, 25 minutes, 40 fancy points, 26 minutes, 46 fancy points, 27 minutes, 44 fancy points. So revenge game narrative. The only downside here is I don't think he starts. Like I said, I'm pretty sure it's going to be Watford, and Greg Brown that start in the front court. But um, even if Garza plays like, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes on the bench, I still think he'd be a viable option here at only 5K. So definitely an intriguing option there. Um, but um, yeah, I think that's probably it. Kyle Alexander also uh, played last year. I forget what team he played for in the Summer League. 
I actually I think it was the Suns. I'm pretty sure the Suns have like three Alexanders. Uh, but another guy that's not a bad form for me, a guy the flat minimum price, you could also get some backup runs. So um, a couple, you know, interesting viable uh, value options here for Portland. And finally, Detroit. So Detroit's the big question mark here because they have like 30 guys in their summer league team. Like I have no idea what Detroit's doing right now. Um, and I would guess that, you know, some of the main guys, if they're going to play, probably only play a game or two. Like if Kate Cunningham, Sadiq Bay, Isaiah Stewart, um, Killian Hayes, I would guess if these guys even do play, they probably only play in the first game or two and that's it. Um, so the tricky part here about the Pistons is this roster is just loaded right now. So assuming that everyone plays, it's really tough to feel good about a lot of these guys just because they have such a good roster, right? Like, I would guess the starting lineup, if everyone plays, would probably be something like Cade and Ivy in the backcourt, um, you know, Sadiq Bay on the wing, Isaiah Stewart in the front court, maybe Braxton Lee in there as well, like Killing Hayes, Saban Lee, Isaiah Livers off the bench. Like, a lot of these guys were rotation players for the Pistons last year. Um, so, yeah, this is definitely a super talented team. Like I said, I think there's a chance, though, that the main guys might not play or maybe only play a, a game or two. So we'll get more information on that as we get closer to lock here. And like I said, I'll be posting every update I get over on patreon.com. So make sure to check that out if you're interested in making some money here for some really DFS. But looking at players and their price points, uh, you have K98, Sadiq uh, 93, Ivy's at 9K, uh, Duran is 8.8K, Hayes is 8.4. Like I said, a lot of guys are super, super expensive. So, you know, if I'm gonna spend up for, for one of these guys in the Pistons, it probably would be Cade Cunningham, um, maybe a Jalen Duran. Uh, but like I said, it, it's tough to feel confident right now. Assume that everyone plays just because they have such a loaded roster. Like even Isaiah Stewart at seven, four is not super cheap, but if he starts in the front court, I think he's a pretty good play. Um, you know, a couple cheaper options, you know, a guy like Saban Lee, who, you know, is a good point for a guy when he got minutes, um, for the Pistons last year, he averaged about 25 minutes in the summer league, uh, was what average, like what 27 fancy points. So 5.1 K I think he could be used from salary relief. Isaiah Livers did not play in the summer league last year, but he was a guy getting some minutes to the Pistons down the stretch, a wing that I think is a fair value option. So, um, yeah, right now the Pistons, I think, are my least favorite team to target just because of the price points. However, we could get news that maybe they rest all their main guys. Maybe we only see, like, Ivy and, and Duran, the rookies, and, you know, maybe I Saban Lee. And, that, and if that's the case, then the Pistons are going to look a lot more interesting, and then some of these value plays are also going to look a lot more interesting. But assuming everyone plays, like I said, it's going to be a little bit tricky to uh, feel really good about anyone on the Pistons because of the price points and because of how loaded this roster is. But yeah, guys, that's going to wrap it up for the video. So like I said, I cannot wait for Summer League to start. Uh, we actually had a couple pre-Summer League games going on, uh, but the, the real Summer League starts here on Thursday night. So um, like I said, that'll do it for the video. If you guys do enjoy, just make sure to like, uh, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Like I said, enter the giveaway. Um, all you have to do is retweet this tweet to be entered, $50 Venmo. And again, Patreon, if you are interested, that'll be linked in the description below. If you have any questions, you can always, uh, you know, message me over there on Patreon. But um, that'll wrap it up for the video, guys. All of YouTube videos for uh, general breakdowns like this for uh, the entire Summer League. Again, if you want more in-depth content, all of those, you know, updates, starting lineups, posts, roster construction videos, player pools, a lot more content we'll be having over on Patreon. Check it out. But... Um, thanks again, guys. Enjoy the rest of your night, and I'll see you all in the next video.